0: Chapter twenty five of The Birth of Tragedy or Hellenism and Pessimism by Friedrich Nietzsche Translated by William Hausmann This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. twenty five Music and tragic myth are equally the expression of the Dionysian capacity of a people, and are inseparable from each other, both originate in an ultra-Apollonian sphere of art both transfigure a region into the delightful accords of which all dissonance just like the terrible picture of the world dies charmingly away both play with the sting of displeasure trusting to their most potent magic both justify thereby the existence even of the quote, worst world end quote here the dionysian as compared with the apollonian exhibits itself as the eternal and original artistic force which in general calls into existence the entire world of phenomena in the midst of which a new transfiguring appearance becomes necessary in order to keep alive the animated world of individuation if we could conceive an incarnation of dissonance and what is man but that then to be able to live this dissonance would require a glorious illusion which would spread a veil of beauty over its peculiar nature this is the true function of apollo as deity of art in whose name we comprise all the countless manifestations of the fair realm of illusion With each moment, render life in general worth living, and make one impatient for the experience of the next moment. At the same time, just as much of this basis of all existence, the Dionysian substratum of the world, is allowed to enter into the consciousness of human beings, as can be surmounted again by the Apollonian transfiguring power, so that these two art impulses are constrained to develop their powers in strictly mutual proportion according to the law of eternal justice when the dionysian powers rise with such vehemence as we experience at present there can be no doubt veiled in a cloud apollo has already descended to us whose grandest beautifying influences a coming generation will perhaps behold that this effect is necessary however each one would most surely perceive by intuition if once he found himself carried back even in a dream into an old hellenic existence in walking under high ionic colonnades looking upwards to a horizon defined by clear and noble lines, with reflections of his transfigured form by his side in shining marble, and around him solemnly marching or quietly moving men with harmoniously sounding voices and rhythmical pantomime. Would he not, in the presence of this perpetual influx of beauty have to raise his hand to Apollo and exclaim, "Blessed race of Hellenes, how great Dionysus must be among you, when the Delian God deems such charms necessary to cure you of your dithyrambic madness!" To one in this frame of mind, however, an aged athenian looking up to him with the sublime eye of aeschylus might answer
1: say also this thou curious stranger what sufferings this people must have undergone in order to be able to become thus beautiful but now follow me to a tragic play and sacrifice with me in the temple of both the deities
0: end End of chapter twenty five recording by john van stan savannah georgia